Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today in the Bible overview, we're going to look at Exodus 37, verses 1 through 9, and we're going to talk about the Ark of the Covenant. Now, this is a popular piece of, I hate to call it furniture, but that's kind of what it was, along with several other pieces of furniture that were in the tabernacle. Again, the tabernacle is the the tent of worship that travels with the Israelites. You can tear it up, or you can tear it down and set it back up and, and move it, which they did throughout their wilderness wanderings. Inside there, you've got the bronze altar, you've got the altar of incense, you've got the golden lampstand, you've got all kinds of special items that have all these significances, and there's nothing more significant than the Ark of the Covenant, which was kept in the most holy place, where nobody except a purified and chosen priest representative for the people could go there uh, and experience and fellowship with the presence of God on behalf of the Israelites. In the Ark of the Covenant were uh, the the stone tablets that Moses made, actually the second version of them, because he remember he broke the first version in his anger over the golden calf incident. And there's also a, a, a branch that budded, a special thing that happened to Aaron. Uh, there's a, a pot or a jar of manna. And later on, the bronze serpent, which you're going to hear about in a few days, was in the Ark of the Covenant. Anyway, this was a place where maybe you could call them relics of God's providence and miraculous supernatural deliverance and power were kept to remind the Israelites of what God had done for them. But it is also a place where God dwelled on, on the top of the mercy seat, as we'll read between these cherubim, these two angels with their wings outstretched and their, their heads bowed in reverence. That This is the place where God's presence was. Obviously, he wasn't limited to that spot. He's omnipresent, but as far as Israelites concerned, that's where they could know that God's presence was. And the ark would go with them into battle. It played a significant role in the battle of Jericho. Uh, it went before them as they crossed the Jordan River out of the wilderness into the promised land. Bible says that the waters wouldn't be stopped up in the Jordan River until the, uh, the ark being carried by the designated people in a designated way went through. Uh, and so this is a, a very, very important item in the Old Testament, and it eventually sheds some light for us on the significance of Christ's death and resurrection and sacrifice, which gives us access to God in a really unfettered way compared to what these people were experiencing. So I want to read 1 through 9 in chapter 37. Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood. Two cubits and a half was its length, a cubit and a half was its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. And he overlaid it with pure gold inside and outside and made a molding of gold around it. And he cast for it four rings of gold and for its, and for its feet, two rings on one side and two rings on the other side. And he placed poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold and put the poles into the rings of the sides of the ark to carry the ark. He made the mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half was its length, a cubit and a half its breadth. And he made two cherubim of gold. He made them of hammered work on the two ends of the mercy seat, one cherub on one end and one cherub on the other end. Of one piece with the mercy seat, he made the cherubim on its two ends. 
The cherubim spread out their wings above, shadowing the mercy seat with their wings, with their faces to one another toward the mercy seat were the faces of the cherubim. So this guy, Bezalel, uh, he was designated by God, along with another guy named Aholiab, to build build some of the items in the tabernacle and to kind of oversee the construction of these things. The Bible says in Exodus 31.3 that Bezalel, along with Aholiab, was filled with the Spirit of God, with intelligence, with knowledge, and with all craftsmanship. Isn't that awesome? So God designated this guy and equipped him to be the guy that's going to build this thing according to these exact specifications. By the way, the exact specifications should uh, should should lead us to believe that there's no question this is a real thing. This was really made really in history. And when you see detail like that included in the biblical narrative, you can assume that it's because the authors wanted us to think of it as a real thing because it was a real thing. Uh, if this is fictional, they wouldn't give us that kind of detail. Uh, there's this crazy story that we're going to have to do a devotion on in First Chronicles 13, where the, the people who are designated to handle the ark, which are Levites, they're not even supposed to touch the ark at all. That's why they have these rings with these poles going through them, so that you can carry the ark by the poles and not touch the ark itself. Well, David is king in, in First Chronicles 13, and they're moving the ark from a place to a place, and they get a little bit uh, loose with how they handle it, they put it on a cart, which they're not supposed to do, and it's the oxen stumble and the, the cart tips and Uzzah reaches out to touch it and is immediately struck dead. So that speaks to the holiness of God and the, the importance of following these instructions exactly. Let's get to the most important aspect of this. Uh, Hebrews 10, 19 through 23. It's talking about when, when the veil of the temple, which kept the Ark of the Covenant in the most holy place and kept the people out. Only the priest could go in there. When Christ died, that veil was torn from top to bottom. And it signified that those of us who trust Christ will have access to God going forward. Here's what it says. Therefore, brothers, Hebrews 10, 19 through 23. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from the evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And those of us who know Christ have access to God, who is virtually untouchable in the Old Testament during the Ark of the Covenant times. Praise be to God for that. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m., in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. 
And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.